0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Finding Your Freedom podcast. So happy to have you guys here. Um, Yeah, I feel like I haven't said this on the show in a while, so I'm gonna, you know, plug myself, but if you've been listening to the podcast and really enjoying it, it would mean so much for me if you could just leave a five-star review and a written review um yeah and eventually I will be giving out free fun things for doing that and if you've already written a review I will be sending all those people whatever this fun thing is that I will have um but yeah please do that it helps the show it helps other people find the show um and it just grows the audience and gets out what I'm trying to say and my message to more people so yeah I would really appreciate that um, as far as life updates, I feel like October is a very interesting energy. Um, and with Mercury retrograde and reflecting on things, and yeah, there's definitely just a lot circulating right now. But yeah, there has definitely been a lot up in the air, but I also feel like a lot has come together, um, a lot more than <laughs> other parts of this year, and I'm Really feeling excited about this kind of fall energy and just kind of being more reflective and slowing down and just enjoying all the fun, fun (laughs) fall things. So, I'm definitely, yeah, really excited about all of those things and, yeah, just kind of flowing with a lot of different ideas and fears of moving and my business and, you know, all the fun stuff that I share with you guys all the time. And, If you've been keeping up with the podcast or you follow me on Instagram, um, you'll see that I am dating someone. Um, This week is our uh, one month anniversary, which (laughs) to some people who've been dating people a long time, that might not seem that significant, Um, but it feels pretty significant to me um, as someone who's honestly the longest I've ever dated anyone was three months, and that was in high school. So... It's exciting, but it definitely, it has been really good, but it's definitely brought up a lot of triggers and fears and different things um, just that happen in relationships. And yeah, I wanted to have this episode, episode 70, to kind of talk about a situation that happened like recently and kind of just talk about the idea of kind of like keeping your heart open in love and keeping your heart open in relationships and keeping your heart open in conflict through like a f- effective communication and the episode that we're going to have next week it's going to be a, with a therapist all about like emotions and triggers and communication so it's all super fitting for that and then the episode in two weeks I'm really excited to have that come out with some seasonal self-care stuff. Um, so yeah, lots of exciting things to come and things in my business too. But for today, we're going to be talking about love and I'm going to read this post that I'm actually posting tomorrow. Um, so if you follow me on Instagram, you will see this. But I wrote this when I was having a situation with the the person that I'm dating now where um, kind of plans were canceled um, kind of last minute um, for like a very justified reason, but I had like a really, um, I don't know, I had kind of a strong reaction to it and had to like be mindful of like what I was feeling, I guess. So the post says, how can I choose love and accountability in this moment without negating my own emotional needs? And then I'm going to read the post to you guys. And then we can talk about it. Or I can talk about it with myself. With my Gemini 1 and 2 self. I come back to this statement a lot in my relationship. When I want to pick a fight. When I want to be emotional. When I want to lash out. When I want to self-sabotage. When I want to act out from past trauma. I come back to how can I be in love. How can... I be in accountability for what I'm feeling right now. I come back to how can I respect what I need in this moment, whether it's my own needs I need to provide for myself or something I need to ask of my partner. That's what I always try to come back to, and it's not easy to keep my heart open when it wants to lash out or scream or cry or go back to a behavior that served me in a not-so-distant past. But I always find a way to come back to love. I always find a way to come back to knowing we are on the same team. I always find a way to hold my own heart as tenderly as I hold my partner's. I always find a way back here to love, to respect, to acceptance and accountability. I always find a way back to living through love. And in a world that sometimes makes it tough, I always come back to an open heart. So, yeah, so what that kind of post was about, and I can remember as like a child and just in general, just, I I feel like with me, especially with what I told you in the beginning of the episode of the longest relationship I ever had was in high school in three months, I feel like I've been very turned off by the idea of relationships until I started to surround myself with relationships That were inspiring and had effective communication and were loving, and they grew together and they weren't codependent. So, I feel like I just really didn't grow up seeing relationships like that. And I just, I I feel like even at a very young age, I was seeing holes in it, and I was like, is this really what this love thing is about? (laughs) Um, Because it seems a little devoid of love. But yeah, with the situation that I kind of like encountered this weekend, like I said, <laughs> plans were canceled kind of last minute for like a totally justified reason of like my partner needing some alone time and just some space because we've been hanging out a lot because, you know, low-key first month of dating, all the highs and emotions of being in love. Um. So yeah, a, a super reasonable reason that my rational brain totally understood but that there was a part of me you know like my inner child my inner little girl where I felt I didn't feel chosen where I felt upset because I wanted to see him where I felt emotional where I felt like this means he doesn't love me or like he's not choosing me so I had all of this stuff come up and like it's our minds are so funny sometimes even till the next morning I was like in some funk in my head of like oh my god he's gonna break up with me because he canceled plans last night or like things that are completely outside of the rational explanation for anything because so much of like my old shit and pain and trauma and triggers were coming up around not feeling chosen and the 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 regular Madeline the way old Madeline would have reacted to that was was closing her heart was instead of actually letting myself cry even if I feel quote silly for being upset about this I'm gonna be like oh I'm a boss bitch (laughs) I don't need to be upset I'm gonna go out with my friends tonight and like probably go out and drink and do something stupid that I would have regretted all to to not feel the pain of what I was really being invited to feel. So I would have gone back to an old behavior of putting on a shell, being emotionless, being this like macho woman thing, then going and drinking alcohol and doing something I regretted and self-sabotaging the relationship or just in general, not showing my emotions to my partner or keeping it inside like so many people I feel like do. And then just low key being mad at them for like a week out out of, why is that so hard for me to say? Low key being mad at them for a week and not telling them what the root cause of it is and just being passive aggressive for a week. And it's like, I feel like you see that happen so much instead of, and I just want to (laughs) say, I just want to give myself credit that this was hard. All I wanted to do after I got off work was go back home, do the self-sabotage thing and go out with my girls or put on some loud music and be like, fuck him. He sucks, blah, 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 blah. All of these things like that's what I wanted to do. And I chose to do something different. I I chose to lean towards discomfort and what felt like healing of I was going to get him this candy thing that he liked at the place I worked, so I'm going to get that for him and I'm going to go see him at work and say hi still and I'm going to let him witness me in being upset and that feels different because I'm letting someone in, I'm letting myself be vulnerable and letting someone see that side of me instead of instead of just running away from the emotion and acting like I'm stronger than that like strong that I'm so strong I don't need to feel that and that's silly and really gaslighting myself honestly um, and. The default behavior is always the easiest one. And relationships are so interesting because... So I, I went, I did the hard thing, I brought the candy, I showed my emotions, and I guess it, it wasn't exactly received in the way I felt like I needed it to be received because I was in such like a tender place that... I ended up getting upset, and, like, my emotions were seen, um, but I think they were, like, in a way misperceived, and, like, I I think that that's why communication is so important, like, in relationships, and I'm, you know, very much learning and doing this right now, (laughs) but communication is so important in partnerships because, You know, I had to I had to talk to my partner and be like, "Hey, um, me coming and showing my emotions and still bringing you this like gift and all these things like that was me choosing to do something different and move more towards love, and like you may have perceived this as trying to change your mind or be guilt trip vibes or which I hate the term guilt trip, but like you may have interpreted this." based on your past experience and your past trauma of family or whoever using emotions to manipulate situations. And I, th- I think it was just such a beautiful moment, even if it was hard with my partner to, to just let myself be upset, to let myself cry, even if it seemed irrational and be like, I just wanted to see you and I'm upset and to just be in that and to have the hard conversation of this is me doing something different now and like to have the self-awareness and to be able to tell him that I chose something different that time and that this is something this is something that I'm working on (sighs) and I feel like it's really it's it's not it's not easy kind of in the heat of the moment to choose to choose love when you're being triggered and choose to communicate effectively and to choose feeling your feelings and allowing yourself to feel whatever comes up and I think in this relationship I've done a really good job of as soon as I'm feeling something that feels uncomfortable I don't let it fester. I, I immediately talk about it with my partner, like, with the, the guilt-tripping comment. I, I immediately told him, hey, that that phrase is really triggering for me. And I know you meant it as a joke, and I know you're a kind person. But this is how that was interpreted in my nervous system, and I would appreciate, like, if you didn't use that phrase anymore, because I never come I never show emotions to get a result out of you um and that that is like a tactic of like the I guess it's like the toxic feminine nature or whatever using emotions for manipulation versus feeling your emotions um and like to just to come there in exactly what I was feeling to be in my emotions and to also be, to to not have, to not be like you have to do anything with this. It was just me showing up in the rawness and the realness of what I felt, but also in my grounded truth and like rational thinking of, I want you to take time for you and if you need tonight for you. I 100% stand by this and nothing that I'm doing right now at all is to make you feel uncomfortable and like you shouldn't be doing that because I want the number one priority in our relationship to be taking care uh, for each of us to be taking care of ourselves so we can show up in this and show up for all the other amazing things that we want to do in our lives and yeah just take care of ourselves and I never want to be a detriment to taking care of ourselves. But it definitely, it definitely can, it definitely can be tricky. And I think so often, so many of us, whether it's a text communication or it's in person, we don't take a second to like sit in our body. And I'm so excited for next week's episode about this, but we don't take a second to sit in our body and be like, oh, like what is the sensation my body is feeling right now? because I I feel like when I get hit with an emotion, I immediately feel like, um, how would I describe it? Like an, an energy shift in my body. Like I feel like the frequency of my body changes is like an interesting way of saying it, but I feel like a tightening or a contraction or like a, some sort of feeling when I'm feeling a trigger or a sadness or anger or whatever the expression may be feeling. So it's, it's sitting with that and then asking you know what is the data what what from the past is this triggering what needs to be talked about and and what is the story with this and how can I communicate this to in my partner while also owning my own emotional experience and not asking them to change it and them not invalidating what I'm feeling but just come to them with hey this is what I experienced when you said this and this is the, the past with these types of narratives and I just really felt like I needed to express that to you. And yeah, I feel like it can just be super healing to be able to have that type of conversation with your partner and just communicate and not let things build up emotionally around little moments of of triggers and hardships and emotions because those are going to happen in relationships because those are our most (laughs) triggering interactions I feel like that we have besides our parents yeah I think that's all I'm going to say now for keeping your heart open in love and speaking on communication and triggers and dealing with conflict and I'm just happy that I have this space and I'm able to share that story with you because it was a really um, intense real-time experience and learning experience and I'm just really happy to share it with you and I know I will be talking a lot more about other relationship stuff because a lot of other stuff has come up in this relationship and past trauma and different healing and things I'm working on within myself so excited to talk more about that and hopefully um i don't know i really hope to have evan on the podcast at some point and uh, i don't know see his perspective on all this because i think it'd be a very a very interesting conversation i would love to have him on the podcast so i'm manifesting that um but i love you guys and please dm me if you have any questions or I don't know. Send me any questions or things or issues that you're having in your relationships right now around communication and triggers and feeling your emotions and self-awareness and emotional intelligence. So I would love to talk about all of that. I might actually like if enough people want to send me relationship stories, I might do a q and I'm throwing that out into the universe. So if you have any relational stories, even friendship, relational communication stories, friends, family, whatever, but preferably romantic partnerships, send them my way. I would love to talk about them on the show. Um, I think that would be really fun, but I love you guys and thank you so much. And as always, thanks for tuning in. So grateful for you guys and sending you love for this beautiful week in Libra season.